Hey, it's Mike, and I just want to say thanks for checking out my podcast. I hope you like what I have to say. And if you do like what I have to say in the podcast, then I guarantee you're going to like my books. Now, I have several books, but the place to start is Bigger, Leaner, Stronger if you're a guy and Thinner, Leaner, Stronger if you're a girl. I mean, these books, they're basically going to teach you everything you need to know about dieting, training, and supplementation to build muscle, lose fat, and look and feel great without having to give up all the foods you love or live in the gym grinding through workouts that you hate. Now, you can find these books everywhere you can buy them online, you know, Amazon, Audible, iBooks, Google Play, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, and so forth. And if you're into audiobooks like me, you can actually get one of them for free with a 30-day free trial of Audible. To do that, go to www.muscleforlife, that's musclefor.life.com forward slash audiobooks, and you can see how to do that there. I make my living primarily as a writer, so as you can imagine, every book sold helps. So please do check out my books if you haven't already. Now, also, if you like my work in general, then I think you're going to really like what I'm doing with my supplement company, Legion. As you may know, I'm really not a fan of the supplement industry. I've wasted who knows how much money over the years on worthless junk supplements and have always had trouble finding products that I actually liked and felt were worth buying. And that's why I finally decided to just make my own. Now, a few of the things that make my supplements unique are one, they're 100% naturally sweetened and flavored. Two, all ingredients are backed by peer-reviewed scientific research that you can verify for yourself because we explain why we've chosen each ingredient and we cite all supporting studies on our website, which means you can dive in and go validate everything that we say. Three, all ingredients are also included at clinically effective dosages, which are the exact dosages used in the studies proving their effectiveness. And four, there are no proprietary blends, which means that you know exactly what you're buying. Our formulations are 100% transparent. So if that sounds interesting to you, then head over to legionathletics.com. That's L-E-G-I-O-N athletics.com. And you can learn a bit more about the supplements that I have, as well as my mission for the company, because I want to accomplish more than just sell supplements. I really want to try to make a change for the better in the supplement industry, because I think it's long overdue. And ultimately, if you like what you see and you want to buy something, then you can use the coupon code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and you'll save 10% on your first order. So thanks again for taking the time to listen to my podcast, and let's get to the show. Hey everyone, this is Mike and I'm back with another episode of the podcast. Sorry for the radio silence for a bit. I was out of town for about a month and didn't make the time to record the intros to the interviews that I already had previously recorded, including this one. But here I am back with a brand new episode. And in this episode, I interview Nick Cheadle, who's a fitness influencer and entrepreneur who has built a huge following on Instagram. I think it's like 600,000 people now, and then leveraged it to build a thriving coaching and education business. Now, I wanted to do this interview because I'm often asked about how to use social media better, how to get more out of it how to make more money from it, how to build a bigger following, and so forth. And honestly, I don't have great answers, or at least I didn't. I have some better answers now, thanks to the interview. But I didn't because I'm notoriously bad at social media. Honestly, it's just a matter of time. I put a lot of time into other things that help build my businesses and following, but not very much time into social media. 
So Nick, on the other hand, is very good at it. He puts a lot of time into social media. So I wanted to pick his brain on a whole host of things like how he proves to people that he's worth following, how he has gone about crafting his personal brand uh, and his personal message, how he sells things without being annoying, what types of pictures tend to do best and how he creates them, how he drives engagement and why that's so important and much, much more. So if you are interested in learning how to get more recognition in business through social media and through Instagram in particular, then you should definitely check out the interview. I think you're going to find it helpful. So with that, here it is. Hey, Nick, it's nice meeting you. Thanks for coming on the show. Pleasure, man. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm excited to have you on because you're going to be talking about something that I haven't talked about much my I mean at all really I haven't written about it it's something that is for my crowd is going to be new information and I thought you'd be a great guy to reach out to because you're doing a very good job at it and that is so social media but specifically using social media to build a business and using it as a as a core pillar of of a business and really I mean how I look at it and what you're doing is it's um it's very much part of your brand and it's and it's uh, very much a representation of of a lifestyle it's not just like here are some random images, which is more like my social media, which is shit. <laughs> so I'm going to be taking some notes too. Uh, and, you know, so Sounds if um, I'm just going to kind of kind of just leave it at that and just kind of pass you the ball. And if you want to, you know, kind of take us through a bit of the timeline of um, from when you started to uh, in not knowing anything and what were the key lessons throughout the, you know, throughout your journey to where you are now, you know, I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah, too easy, man. Too easy. Well, firstly, thank you. That's a, a very kind introduction. I, I appreciate it. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I'm an expert on social media, but I can certainly share with you some of the things that I, I happen to have learnt sure. over the last few years as a consequence of doing it. Um, you know, I mean, I the think, results. Uh, the results. Whether whatever you want to say, the results are the results. I, yeah, it's going okay. How, there are a lot of experts that don't have your results. So. Yeah. Okay. So I, I guess that's a fair point, and. Uh, uh, and yeah, I guess so. I've I've been in the industry for uh, I'm actually coming up to uh, the start of my tenth year now, which wow. uh, I find mind blowing in, in itself. Because yeah. consider I, I don't oh, I don't think I'm that old. Um, yeah. Not yet, anyway. So yeah, I've been I've been um, married for ten years. Wow. I, I think about that. I'm like, wow, fuck. It's really been ten years. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know when you think that, when you think of things like that, it puts it into uh, you know rather harsh perspective. But yeah. um, yeah, coming up to to my the start of my tenth year, so nine years in the industry as a personal trainer, and I think I've been doing the social media thing for roughly oh probably five years, okay. maybe five or six years. Um, I, I sort of began to dabble in it maybe a little bit earlier than that, um, but obviously put my foot down around that sort of five five year ago mark. Okay. Basically for me, the, uh, the catalyst for doing so was trying to figure out a way to better leverage my time. Essentially. Um, there's obviously only so many hours in the gym that you can do as a personal trainer before yep. you a feel like you don't want to be in there anymore and, and B just want to do something else. So for me, um, you know, obviously earning more money and connecting with more people and being able to leverage my time better was was the main catalyst for for trying to figure out the whole social media thing. And mm -hmm. and I think at the time as well to begin with, uh, if I if I'm being honest, there was probably a little bit of ego attached as well. I saw a lot of guys on social media at the time with uh, you know large followings, and I thought that sounds pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was the, it's the shiny it made, object. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, and and, and I think at the time that, that that obviously played a part in it. Um, trying to figure out like how can I get there? How can I be one of those guys? And how can yeah. I be seen the way that I'm seeing some of these guys myself? So. Yeah. You know, for me, when I first began my social media, uh, I wasn't really sure how to go about it, and I was certainly guilty of, po- you know, being one of those guys that just posts countless motivational photos. And mm. if I had my time again, I go and kick myself in the face because. And, and by that, do you mean do you mean like pictures of you, or just like random quotes and shit? No, like random quote pictures, okay. like just like. <laughs> like yeah, you still like, see that all the time. Where I see these accounts oh. where I'm like, why are you doing this? Like. It, it's not, there's no way this is going to work. I mean, again, yeah, I'm, I'm not one to speak on, you know, how to make social media really work, but, uh, <laughs> I know that doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, at the same time, it was a learning experience. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that's one of the most important things that you can do yeah. consistently, whatever industry you're in is whatever it is you are doing. Um, good I'd say the positive thing is you were doing something, at least you're trying. Yeah. And then yeah, at exactly. least you're willing to learn. Absolutely. And so, you know, at that point I was ticking things off as to, uh, what doesn't work, mm-hmm. which means, you know, ultimately over time, uh, you'll get to that point where yeah, that was the, that's like the Edison method, right? Just, exactly. just try every yeah, yeah, single it, possible way. And eventually you'll, you'll stumble into something that works. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I think at the time I had just started working with a, uh, a business mentor cause, um, Honestly, from a, a business perspective, at the time, my business was not killing it. I was running maybe 20 to 30 personal training sessions per week. Um, but I just thought that social media might be a way of putting myself out there enough that I might be able to attract more clients. Okay. And, um, and you were thinking offline clients at the time? Um, I was thinking that I would like to dabble in that space. Yeah. Um, I had seen a few online personal trainers at the time have success selling meal plans and training programs. And I thought that seemed way of making money and connecting with more people. So that was certainly on the, you know, on, on my mind. And then, yeah, one, one day I just sort of said, maybe I'll just start doing this. And so I started off very basically just trying to sell, as I said, meal plans and training programs, which when I look back on them now, uh, very poor quality product, just, uh, it goes against everything that I stand for now. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, as, as I said, I was working with a business mentor and we sort of came to the conclusion that, all of the information that anybody could ever need relating to fitness, you know, health and fitness and, and, and bettering your physique is already out there. You know, if you want to know the answer to a question, you can simply go to Google, which apparently not a lot of people know how to do, <laughs> and figure out the answer to any question that you have. So I sort of thought that, well, if, if that information is so readily available, why not be the person that's actually bringing that information to people? Right. Why not be one of the first results that pops up when people search for whatever topic it is? Right. So I started to uh, sort of see my social media as an opportunity to put out content and Educate. more content. And yeah, absolutely. And and ultimately, what that has turned into today is a means of driving traffic to other portals and other uh yeah products and services other opportunities to generate yeah exactly right Mm -hmm. so for me uh you know social media first began as an opportunity to 
create content and just put more and more content out there. And mm-hmm. one of the, the most reassuring things I've heard since is, uh, I'm sure you're aware of Gary V. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, hearing one of his talks about how he was saying, you never know which piece of content might just explode yep. as far as virality is concerned and which yep. piece of content might just throw your name into the stratosphere. Yep. And you and never know guess- also if it might, whose lap it's going to fall into. Exactly I've, right. I've met a lot of... Uh, just interesting and influential people just from, you know, they've, they read one of my books. I mean, so many actually, or, or even, even, even from articles, people, and then they add, then they have a question and they email and they're like curious if I'll actually respond and they get a response. And it turns out like that's the CEO of uh, some $2 billion company. Like, Oh, well shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So yeah, I just, I, um, I just started putting out content and uh, so I, I guess it was refreshing to hear Gary Vee say something like that because yeah. that's sort of the approach that I ended up taking. Yeah. Just because, I think that's, uh, that's like something that needs to be accented. That's like a key takeaway is to be, I'm sure you still do that, actually educate people It's with your social media as opposed to just make it about making it about pure just narcissism. Look at me. Look at how good I look. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's the thing. I think I never considered myself to be. Um, I think what most people in the fitness industry would consider themselves to be as an athlete. Right. You know, I just, yeah, same, I, I, same. you know, I, ne- yeah, I never saw myself as that. And I, I think agree. the people that do need to, you know, take a long, hard look at themselves in the mirror. Yeah. Um, because chances are, if that's what they do see themselves that, I mean, I mean how much of an athlete am I? I mean, I, I lift weights four to six hours a week. I mean, that's not, <laughs> uh, if I'm, if that's, if that's an athlete, then I guess we have the bar set really low. Yeah, exactly right. So, for me, uh, I guess the, the the whole purpose behind social media was adding value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the question that I kept asking myself is why should people follow me? Why would they follow me? Why would they keep following me? Why would they interact with what I'm putting out there? Mm. And how do you answer that question now of curiosity? Like, I'm sure that's something that you are now. It's still, you know, I mean, that, that, would, that would be a smart question to revisit every quarter, for example, or regularly. Just I'm, I'm just curious what. Honestly, I ask myself that every time before I post. Oh, great. Well, yeah. And, and ultimately, uh, the question, you know, is this adding value is not always yes. Mm. Um, however, at times I think, you know, due to the nature of social media, you can, you can use that to your advantage yeah. in a way. Um, yeah. Or sometimes you know, it is just about like almost, uh, I mean, I would still say it's probably value though, because like, would you agree that you know, if, even if it's just a vicarious experience, you know, you know what I mean? Where like, that's kind of the image and that's what it's showing. Or maybe it's just like someone sees your physique and they're just like, damn, that dude looks really good. And that's motivation to go train or, I mean, that is value. It's not as valuable as maybe some of what your idea of real value is, but at least it has something, at least it's not like a picture of your, your fucking Rolex watch or something, which is utterly pointless. Yeah, exactly. So, and and that, and that's exactly what I mean in regards to you know, is this valuable? Because now it's sort of getting to a point where my following has grown to the sort of extent that they sort of want to know more about what I do outside of fitness. Yep, same, yeah, so, you know, yeah. That, that's post- what I get, and like people tell me to vlog, and I'm like, okay, look, yeah. honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like, my life is not interesting. Uh, (laughs) I follow, I fucking go to bed at 10 o'clock. I get up at 5 AM. I do the same thing every day. I work, I work, I work. I spend some time with my family. I study, I go to bed. Like I'm telling you guys, if one vlog is every vlog and you know, it's funny. I was actually saying like, okay, so look, if I was going to vlog 
what I would have to do is treat it like reality television. I'd have to make shit up. I'd have to like yeah, actually yeah. script it in a sense. And I'm surprised mm. there aren't actually more people doing that. I see these vlogs that are just like, here's the other day. Here's me eating oh my, my 8,000th bowl of oatmeal so we can go squat for the 9,000th time. Mm, I'm surprised yeah, that somebody hasn't like looked at how popular reality TV is and be like, I should make a fake life for mm. vlogs and I'm going to make yeah. sure that it's full. I'm just going to go take a script from the Kardashian. I'm going to take their formula and rinse yeah, repeat, you know, drama. I'm going to be, I'm going to be dating girls. I'm going to be breaking up with girls. I'm going to have problems with everybody. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, have training problems. I'm going to have to like make it interesting guys. At least if you're going to, I mean, social media is more of these people are more about being fake than anything else. If you're going to be fake, be fake in a fucking better way. God. Absolutely. man. It sounds like your project, your next project is sorted. <laughs> so I've, I've already let those yeah. now now i'll have to edit that out so then i'll come yeah. off my blog and then people will be like oh wow look at mike's life dude that's crazy oh what's gonna happen on the next episode is is <laughs> yeah 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 anyway, um, sorry i'm just i'm, I'm hijacking the conversation no nah, like, all good then all good all good so yeah i mean for the most part you know the majority of what i what i still put out or try to put out is still content is still informative. It's still educational in some aspect, mm -hmm. but a lot of it now too is, um, walking the walk, mm -hmm. so to speak. So, um, you know, social media obviously gives you that opportunity to broadcast a specific message and you can obviously do that in, in a couple of ways, either through words or your actions. Mm -hmm. Um, ultimately, you know, it does get to the point now where, yeah, I mean, I use the way that I look to enhance the message that I'm trying to portray, yep. Yep. but you know, never do I really go out of my way to post a photo going, Geez, I look good today. Uh, <laughs> as, as most I, I, I lost motivation for selfies, man. Talking about losing motivation, I'm just like, hey guys, look, I look the same as I always do because, as you yeah. know, I'm kind of just maintaining my physique, and I, I, you know, I'm pretty happy with things. And I, there are things I would like to improve, but you're not going to really see them. Maybe for a year, you're going to maybe be like, oh, look, his lats are a little bit bigger, or his his, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> his shoulders are a little bit. He has a little bit more width up top, but that's. Otherwise, exactly. uh, so I mean, I like, you know, I, I, again, before, you know, when I was looking through your stuff, uh, I think you do a good job of that. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I guess, you know, so over time, I, I learned more and more about um, the marketing process and, and creating funnels and, mm. um, you know, creating free products and, and, mm. and ultimately using those to sell paid products. And, mm -hmm. and, and before now, you get I into guess, that, can I ask you a question? Something that you said, actually. Of course. Um, with your message, so like for you, what kind of message, um, I, I'm, I'm curious myself, what is your, do you have like a, a, have you boiled it down to like a simple, this is this is the kind of like what you want to represent, this is uh, mm. what your brand is, this is how you feel that, you know, what, some, what do you have that makes you unique beyond just, you know, your looks and your physique? Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, it's hard it's to compete message. anyone. It's hard to compete just on looks and physique alone. I mean, yeah, you are obviously top tier, but there are a lot of other guys that are top tier too. So if that's all that you're trying to do, you know, I think that you wouldn't be as successful as, as, as you are. Thank you. Um, I think on that point too, uh, if you see this as a competition, you're probably not going to give yourself a chance of, it, of ever winning. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like probably the, the biggest thing that I've taken out of mm. uh, training myself, uh, competing on stage, both myself and with my clients uh, and in life in general. Uh, if you're constantly looking at your competition and mm -hmm. worrying about what they're doing, mm -hmm. you're only detracting or uh, detracting from the time you can actually spend improving what you're doing and, and, and yourself. So I agree. 
It also um, can just be demotivating because there's always that person, whatever, no matter what your metrics are, however, your, your, whatever that touchstone is, someone's always better. And I think it's fine to, I think it's smart to always try to be stretching and improving. But to your point, if it's, if, it, if there's a point where it goes too far and like, you know, it can be, especially on something where like, you know, I, I don't, I couldn't look as good as you, even, even if I had your size, we're probably around the same height. I'm six, one, six, two, uh, but you have better muscle insertions. You have better genetics. Um, and that's yeah, not, I mean, I'm not making excuses in that, but I'm not saying, oh, it's no, just no. genetics or whatever, but it just, if that's all, if that's what it was, if I was just like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to try to compete with, uh, with Nick in terms of looks and that try to make that my thing. I'll never get there. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know it's like, uh, I think the best way you can do that is look at, at maybe those people and use that as motivation and inspiration for yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I see to become uh, your I best see, self, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I certainly haven't sold uh, 500,000 copies of a book, but you know, <laughs> I hear, I hear things like that. And I think awesome. Like, that is like he's obviously put in a lot of work because I know how much work goes in behind the scenes yeah. to create something like that to get a result like that. Yeah. Um. And, and for me, that that just sort of adds fuel to the fire. That's that's well, that's what can be achieved. Yeah. How can I use that and repackage it and, and repurpose it for my own? Um, my totally. Own and I think that's a, that's an important point just on how because it's all just in how you view it. Like I think it's it's a good just character trait if instead of envy you can use that as like be legitimately happy for somebody else like, mm. you know what i mean like that's great that he did that yeah and, absolutely and then and then and then it can be a positive thing for you you know what i mean i think it's great that you've achieved what you've achieved with your physique and i mean you look fantastic that's awesome it's but instead of being like oh yeah fuck that guy for this that and whatever you know what i mean it's it's just totally yeah, just in right. how you choose to view it yeah exactly right exactly right yeah uh, i mean that, that, and that's the thing you know you got to I think the more time that you can spend focusing on on your own process, mm-hmm. um, ultimately the more successful you're going to be in whatever it is you're you're trying to set out and achieve. Mm-hmm. I totally. So I, you were talking about funnels. That's when I I derailed it because yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah, right. I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. But that was where you're. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. So yeah. I mean, ultimately, I, I now use social media for the most part to to drive traffic elsewhere. So I've just become a little bit more selective with the way that I put out my content. Mm-hmm. I get into a lot more sort of email, I guess what you consider to be email marketing sure. as well as, um, you know, creating what I would consider to be a, a fairly extensive blog. And, you know, from there, it's all about sort of sending people around the, uh, the appropriate places to try and make sure that, um, I'm able to maximize engagement as far as getting people on my list and, and being able to give them free content and then ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hopefully have them buy something from me in the future. Totally. And, um, mm-hmm. and a question that may be occurring to people listening is how do you, um, cause I've run across quite a few people that like, I can't, I would say my strength is, um, I mean, I'm, I think I'm a, I'm a competent writer. I, I do a good job in that and that people, at least people it's received well. So I'm good enough in that regard. And, um, I'm a pretty good marketer and in certain ways I'm stronger than others, but where I'm not as strong, I have other people that are strong or work with people or whatever. But, you know, I, I get emailed quite often actually from people that they're either not comfortable with kind of the marketing, like it makes them feel kind of sleazy, even if they, they these are just ideas that, you know, that, that, that people mm-hmm. that, that they have, it's their, yeah, um, sure. you know, mental models of things of like anyone that does this is this or whatever. Have you did, how did, was that never a, a concern for you or have you kind of like, 
I just think that people might be thinking that like they don't want to be that guy that feels like or that girl that's like always pushing shit and and they you know that they have that reputation kind of thing of like oh just another person trying to sell his pdf or some shit yeah yeah of course uh i think there's a couple ways to answer that so firstly i think it's really important that you figure out who you are and how you want to go about things as an individual Mm -hmm. ultimately the way that you sell or you write it should be a reflection of who you are right now there are multiple ways to go about doing that and i think when i first began to get involved in the selling process i, pro- I probably got caught up in in writing stuff that was a little bit too salesy for my liking mm-hmm. um and I, it was actually my girlfriend that, that pulled me up on it at the time she was like did you write this or did someone <laughs> else write this and i was like that's not the message that i want to be sending you know i, I don't want people to be reading stuff that i've sent them being like, did Nick write this or did someone else write this? Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the last thing you want. Yeah. Um, and I think going back Especially to now, you know, people are waiting. I mean, I, 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 at least I get this. I don't know if you get this, but where people, I'll get people that, I, mean, I wouldn't say they're waiting. I get people that will just thank me for like not selling out in, in that sense of where they would have expected yeah. that by now I would be promoting 10 affiliate offers a week to my list. And, you know, yeah. I, I wouldn't still be answering people's emails or... I wouldn't even be working like I wouldn't do a podcast and write articles and write books and do all this stuff because, you know, I could just be like, you know, driving a fucking Lamborghini around thinking I'm cool or something. You know what I mean? Instead of like actually working. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, so I mean, for me, I I try and do it in in an authentic way now Mm -hmm. Um, in a similar fashion to the way that I put out my content. I try and always offer an unbiased um, informative approach and allow mm-hmm. people to make a decision for themselves. And it's, it's more about awareness rather than, um, here's my, here's my thing. I'm just going to sort of shove it down your throat Yeah, or dangle it. Like, you know, you want it. Come on. Yeah. 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 And you know, well, I think there's a few, um, gentle techniques, you know, in regards to scarcity and, and those sorts of things to mm-hmm. sort of entice people into getting it. I think, um, is there, are there any of, um, books or any sort of trainings that, you would recommend for people that um, have really helped you just kind of learn the basics? Um, to, to be honest, I don't do much reading anymore. Um, okay. I, I, I was just, I was just curious. You know, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, yep. I think, um, I think I ended up learning a lot of stuff from, um, the mentor that I, that I first worked with. Okay. Um, but in, in saying that I, I love reading that sort of stuff. I just don't make enough time for it sure. at the moment. Sure. So I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll throw it out there for people that want to know a bit more about scarcity or social proof or uh, reciprocity, oh, yeah, sure. those basic things. Read the book Influence by Robert Cialdini. I think that's a, a great primer if you want to just know some of the real fundamentals of of inf- of influence of persuading people, whether it be selling or selling, you know, selling people things or ideas or whatever. And of course, it can be used for good or evil. Uh, it just depends on Absolutely. you know, yeah, as the individual. But I'll just throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, oh, that perfect. Perfect. Um, you know, I think you, you asked before sort of how uh, I go about the whole sell, selling thing. I remember uh, while I was working with said mentor, um, you know, at the time I had just sort of begun my email list and, you know, started the whole email marketing process. And I remember I got to a point where she's like, you've been doing this for uh, five months now and not once have you put a call to action at the end of any of your emails. <laughs> Oops. I was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like make these people feel like I'm up, like I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. shoving, shoving, shoving stuff down their throat. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, if you never ask anybody for anything, they're never going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that was a, a pretty valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. So from there, it ultimately became about how can I ask these people to essentially part ways with their money mm-hmm. um, in a uh, in an authentic manner. Yeah. So for and me, I think I mean I don't I I think uh, I'm sure you've experienced this where as an individual, if you know that you're selling a good product or service and you're not lying and you're not misleading and you're going to get you know, the results that you can say you can get and you're going to deliver the best possible experience that you can deliver to your customers, then you're coming from, I mean, you have ground, like you can, you can now, you don't have to feel bad. You know what I mean? It's, it's no, something that absolutely. you're the kind of person these people actually want to buy from. They want to spend money. They want solutions. And, you know, exactly. so, so if, if you don't do that, then the the pushy asshole scammer is 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 going to be doing it, and exactly. in a sense, you're almost doing people a disservice. Um, I think if if you're Absolutely. not if you're not like not being hyper aggressive about it, but like you're saying, do a good job, educate them, give them all the information they need to make the decision, and then give mm-hmm. them a nudge and just say, look, here here it all is. If this is making sense yeah. to you, sign up now. You know what I mean? Spots are limited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I only can take on so many clients. Uh, exactly. but it's, it, Which know, it's true. Is the truth. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. true. So, uh, yeah. you, you don't have to just make shit up and have fake counters all over the place and say, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, for the longest time in the same way that I was doing social media, I just saw, you know, email marketing as uh, another opportunity to uh, create more content. So mm-hmm. when I first began doing it, that's all I was doing, just sending out more content. I used my social media channels to be like, Hey, I'm sending out this, you know, new article. It's only going out to my list though. So mm-hmm. if you want to grab it, it's cool. It's, all, it's yours for free. You just need to make sure you sign up. Yeah. And ultimately what that has done is has allowed me in hindsight to build a marketing list like an amateur, but, um, you know, get me to a point where now I have you know a fair few people on my list who yep. I can send stuff to and, and ultimately sell to, yep. you know, um, people, you know, marvel at, you know, these big numbers on social media, but when push comes to shove, I would take, you know, a 10th of the following being on email yeah. rather than, you know, social media. I think the best that's way a to smart, that that's a, yeah, that's, that's, you're hundred percent right. Like on my social media, I don't know, maybe across my platforms, I might have a couple hundred thousand people max, but I have close to 400,000 people now on my lists and it's going to be a million wow. by the end of the year. And those are warm lists that we email regularly. So um, mm. I, you're a hundred percent right. If you're, if you're looking at it in terms of bottom line results and I don't think just money, but I think like staying engaged with your following and, and, and just having your finger on the pulse of your people, you can't, I mean, email, you just can't beat it. I, I still get, you know, I still spend time every day answering emails from people and it's just, it, I mean, I, I, I really like it for, for multiple reasons, not just selling stuff. Absolutely. And I think if you think about it logically, Instagram or, or I mean, the way that the Instagram feed works now is a little bit different to what it was, but uh, it, you, you could liken it to putting up a message in a shopping center on a notice board yeah. that just sort of sits in one corner. And yeah. some people might walk past it, yeah. you know, they might, might walk past a couple of times. Facebook is a little bit different too because they've got all these algorithms in play. You might put that message up on a notice board, but that notice board moves around the shopping center, which means some people might say it. 10 times and other people probably won't see it at all. Whereas an email marketing list gives you the opportunity to get that message and just stick it in someone's pocket so they can (laughs) open it and read it whenever they want, you know? So uh, it's invaluable as far as um, getting your message out there is concerned. And as you said, conversing with your people because, uh, you know, it gives them the opportunity to read that message whenever they want. There's no sort of 
time limit on it like there is with social media. Yeah. Um, and I think um, you know, something that I didn't answer before, going back to uh, the question you asked, was what is my my message? You know, how do oh, I yeah, see right. things um, mm-hmm. compared to you know, other people in the industry? And for me, it's all about training and nutrition and a lifestyle mm-hmm. um, with personal preference, practicality, and sustainability in mind, okay. without neglecting enjoyment. Yeah, you know, for me, yeah. there's a lot of people out there preaching like you have to eat this, you have to train this way, you have to do certain ridiculous things, and you know, more and more in the fitness industry these days, we see those extremes come to play. Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of people, particularly the ones starting out, see that if they aren't able to do that extreme, then you know, they, might as they well mustn't be able to exactly. Yeah, they, they they might not as well even try. Yeah. So for me, because of the way that I, I guess I ended up getting to where I am through training and nutrition, I feel quite strongly about the way that there's a lot of people out there that are, are giving the wrong message and that you don't have to be quite so strict. You don't have to be so damn extreme in order to look the way you want. Yeah. And, you know, like obviously there's a lot of people out there bagging flexible dieting and if it's your macros, again, because of those extremists that take it to the, you know, the far end of the scale and they only eat protein shakes and Pop-Tarts. But, um, you know, if we can use the science behind that to our advantage and make intelligent decisions regarding the food we eat, then, um, you know, this whole long-term training nutrition thing becomes ultimately very simple rather than this complex, I don't know what to do. Is this the right thing to take? Should I be eating this? When should I take this? It just, it goes out the window. You know, if we, we focus on the, um, the why, you know, why things happen, why we lose weight, why we, why we gain weight, then all of a sudden the whole, the actual process of, of doing that becomes so much easier. Totally. Um, and for me, that's, that's always been my message. That's, that's, you know, that's why I post photos of me sitting in front of five burgers <laughs> because you know what, if you want to eat five burgers every so often, there are ways you can actually get away with that without gaining four kilos, you know? <laughs> totally. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, those are all the things that I talk about all the time in my work and mm-hmm. absolutely agree on all, on all counts. Hey, quickly, before we carry on, if you are liking my podcast, would you please help spread the word about it? Because no amount of marketing or advertising gimmicks can match the power of word of mouth. So if you are enjoying this episode and you think of someone else who might enjoy it as well, please do tell them about it. It really helps me. And if you are going to post about it on social media, definitely tag me so I can say thank you. You can find me on Instagram at Muscle for Life Fitness, Twitter at Muscle for Life, and Facebook at Muscle for Life Fitness. Something we were talking about before we started recording, I thought it would be worth diving into, and that is how much work actually goes in behind the scenes um, to produce what people see just just in terms of your social media. Let, not, not, not even talking about the whole, all the rest of your business that you have to do. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's worth just discussing, just to give people a little behind the scenes, you know, it's, is it, because uh, things always look way easier when you're on the yeah, outside looking in and you're like, yeah, how fucking hard is that? It's just, he just, he just like, I don't know, he pulled his shorts up and took a shirt off and took a picture and moved on with his life. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what? Sometimes that is the case. Sure. Um, but yeah, more often than not, I mean, social media is very time consuming, particularly the way I try to do things. I think one of the most important things you can do is engage with the people that follow you. 
Um, I see a lot of accounts, particularly with a lot of followers, post their stuff and they never, ever engage with anybody that likes their photos or comments on their photos. And I just think if it weren't for the people that are actually engaging with your stuff, you wouldn't be where you are. So I always try and engage as much as possible with the people that do follow me. And that in itself is a seriously time consuming process, particularly considering for the most part, you can't actually do it on a computer. You need to sit on your phone and I assume you, you, do you use, might as well throw it out there. Do you have any apps that help you with that? Like, uh, like web apps, you know? Uh, I like Square, for example, is is not bad for managing comments to some. I mean, it, it, I think it's like limited in terms of it's like your last X days or posts or something. But yeah, to be honest, I've actually shied away from those because I've heard oh, yeah. some horror stories in the past where Instagram, in particular, is very uh, ruthless in regards oh. to use of third party applications. So oh, okay, I just I just well, they've like they've like them. whatever people have lost their accounts and stuff over it. Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so and, then you should um, probably, I mean, that also then would include like those, uh, things that go out and like stuff for you and whatever. I mean, I, I, I'm honestly not super familiar uh, with it. I just know that's out there. Yeah. yeah. I know that's out there too. And I would absolutely recommend you stay away from that. I'm, I'm pretty sure the way that the, um, uh, Instagram guidelines are set up, uh, so that yeah, I mean, they, they, they do- don't want that. I'm sure. No, if they find that, I'm pretty sure they just shut your account straight up. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I know that is because my girlfriend's actually had her account disabled twice um, now in the last four weeks even for uh, violating the community guidelines. So I, uh, I'm, I'm quite wary of what they uh, what mm. they say in there. Mm. She didn't do anything wrong, by the way. She got her account back. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, obviously, social media does take a long a long time. So I, give I people a little to- snapshot. Like, wh- where does that time? So there's time in obviously responding to people that comment on, I mean, as many as you can probably on, on, on images, do you go like, what, what, what's your routine? What does it look like? What, what works for you? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. So, so typically my average day, I would get up and clear my email inbox or, or get as close as possible to doing that. Uh, and then from there, my, my time would probably be spent on um, creating and scheduling a newsletter for that day if I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then from there, my attention typically turns to social media. Mm-hmm. There was a time uh, in the past where I tended to pro- uh, prioritize social media above other, other things. Mm-hmm. And I think as a learning experience, uh, if anything has, has taught me anything, it's, you know, you need to make sure that you're looking after the people that are actually paying you before the yes. people that are simply just absorbing your free stuff and, yeah. and probably never going to give you a dime. Yeah. So for me, that's the way I tend to work things now. Typically, the content that I put out will you know, align with a certain experience that has happened to me at the time, or I may look at doing some sort of series type thing. I won't sort of reveal that series, but I'll know in my head like where the direction is going. Uh, at the moment, I, I tend to only post once a day on Instagram, hmm. um, simply to try and keep it more relevant and more scarce. That's um, I mean, that's funny though. I mean, that's still like that's good, right? I mean, I, I, I'm again, I'm coming from like I'm the dude that won't post for like two weeks, <laughs> which is yeah, I think, yes, it's terrible, but you know, I think you need to post regularly enough to yeah, stay relevant. Course. Like, were you doing um, more than once a day previously? Yeah, I used to do up to two or three a day. Okay, um, but ultimately, like, and and like, so I mean, actually, just legitimately asking, so would you kind of plan that out even like in advance? Would you would you kind of look at your and even whether it's by the week or by the month even and say okay so like so we avoid posting the same kind of shit over and over what are we going to do we're going to do this week you know it, it was a brainstorm thing or did you just go off the cuff like hey i'm doing this right now picture i'm doing that right now picture 
To be honest, I've tried both. Okay. Uh, and for me, the, the off the cuff works far better. Oh, simply because I mean, there, there may yeah, there may there may come times where all of a sudden I have a, a great bunch of thoughts. But whenever I have a great thought, I tend to write it down at a time okay. um, without necessarily scheduling it. Um, so for you, it's more yeah. about the thought and what – so you're talking more about what the caption is than, than the visual? Yeah. So most mm-hmm. of the time, the visual is, I mean, realistically, largely irrelevant. Yeah. Um, you obviously you, you obviously Like I thought, honestly, it was the other way around, that it was more about just having kind of pretty pictures and – yeah, ultimately, I mean, you want to make sure that every picture is as good as possible. Sure. And there are certain photos that I'll take, and I just think I can never really post that. Yeah, just because I'm sure that no one's going to engage with it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, as I said, I, I did try the whole, like, okay, I'm going to start scheduling posts and, like, creating stuff for the future. But um, particularly with the length of some of my content, like, it just became impossible to sort of sit down and think, mm. all right, I'm going to do 10 posts right now. So like, that'll take me six yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like um, it's 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 not it's not going to happen. So, for me, I tend to, as I said, I, I wing it somewhat, but I obviously dedicate time each day to creating said content. Sure. And now it's to the point where if I don't get that time, I probably won't post. Right. Because I don't really see any. That's kind of like what I've am again. I, I it's just I've not. I mean, sometimes a little better than other times, but if I'm not posting for a week or so, it's just because. I feel the same way where I'm like, I don't, what, I don't know. I'm sitting here in my office. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm holed up like a hermit for the next week. I don't even know. So I'm just going to post nothing. I don't, <laughs> I don't have anything. I don't know. I know. Yeah, no, I get that too. You know, I, and, um, I work uh, out I would, by myself. I would, so I would, I do a selfie in the mirror, like everyone else. Like, I don't even care. I know. But you know, like on that note, I would urge everyone to sort of try both approaches and see what works for you. Sure. You know, I, I know uh, a few friends that do similar sort of things to me that, they love to sit down and just schedule everything. So they know that when the time comes, all they're yeah. going to do is copy paste, select their yeah, appropriate picture and, and go from there. Yeah. Uh, and if you have the time to do that, maybe that's going to work way better for you. But yeah. I think um, with Instagram in particular, um, simply because Instagram these days tends to be more of a, a blog mm-hmm. of what's sort of happening at the moment, mm. I, I tend to find it's hard to schedule those sorts of things. Mm. Facebook obviously is very very easy to schedule posts in the future and and there will be times where i certainly do that yeah um particularly considering um, my following on facebook tends to be all over the world so Mm -hmm. i want to try and cater for different time zones but to be honest i I use facebook more now as a bit of a hub which sort of connects to every piece of social media so i'll upload things from instagram through facebook and you know upload links to youtube videos and upload actual videos straight into facebook to to try and keep some content native just like kind of like a centralized this is everything that's going on exactly like this is it's like my uh it's like the rss feed type thing just pulls from everything right yeah, I think I think for me, like you know, I'm I'm still talking like anywhere from one to two hours a day, just trying to figure out, figure out and think about what I want to post, and then actually getting that content together. Mm. There will be times where maybe I am able to just literally score a oh, quick snap, and then shit, I can use that. Yeah, like, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So let's use that. Yeah, but yeah, for the most part, if uh, if I'm trying to create meaningful content, there'll be you know research into it, and I'll I'll make sure that I've got a more often than not, I'll make sure I've got a a, a research article. Uh, or a um, a journal behind it, just because I don't want to be in a position where a troll has me on the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is us. It's a learning experience as well. Don't yeah. post stuff that you know maybe is a hundred percent fact because yeah, someone just because you like read it, like, read it right. in a YouTube comment. You're like, yeah, that's probably not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you can't defend what you're posting, then um, you shouldn't be posting it. Yeah. And yeah, as I said, I learned that the hard way. 
but yeah, I mean, it, it certainly it certainly takes a lot of time. But you know, every situation I'm in now, I think, oh, is there a photo opportunity here? Because yeah. if so, like, well, that's that's a good point too. So I was gonna, actually was to ask you, does it did it ha- does it get there where you're like now it's like in the back of your head, basically? Yeah, man. it's almost like you have Absolutely. the eye of a photographer in a sense. Like, where's Absolutely. the picture and opportunity? Think, where's the? Yeah, yeah, and I think um, things like Snapchat and Instagram stories have sort of helped that because. Uh. Um, a lot more people are now sort of, you know, essentially vlogging on the go all the yeah. time. Yeah. And so, you know, you get your Snapchat out, you're, you're doing your thing and, and, you know, I find Snapchat tends to work the best if you sort of update it fairly regularly. So every hour or two to make sure you're sort of staying at the top of that feed and people are constantly engaging with what you're posting. But as a consequence, like, you know, you're also looking for, okay, if I'm like constantly taking photos and constantly taking videos of myself, like what, what else could look good or good enough that I could actually share that on my story as well, yeah. on, on my feed as well. Yeah. Uh, can you, so can, you, can you do that? Can you share from like Snapchat or Insta story? Um, not directly, but if you post under the Snapchat, you can obviously save it and then repost it at a later date. Oh, I didn't but, even know um, that. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the way that social media works now is obviously you've got all of what, particularly on Instagram, all of maybe three seconds to engage yeah. with somebody as they, as they scroll. Yeah. Um, so chances are I would probably now, um, I rarely post an iPhone photo mm. in that. Mm. I would rather use the camera that I bought specifically to take beautiful pictures mm. to post those photos because mm. the cleaner and the clearer and the, the more crisp those photos look, I mean, the, the better chance you have of somebody engaging with it. So, mm. And what, I, what camera? Sure. Just so people, I mean... Is it, is it, yeah, is it it's, it's probably, it's probably a more expensive, like DSLR. Is it, was there a more an expensive one that you used along the way that you liked or? Yeah. So I first started off with a Sony a 5100, I think, which okay. was just a, like a small compact thing, but now I use a Sony a seven Mark two, okay. which more um, professional type deal. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. you know, it cost me but, a couple of grand, but yeah. you know, when the, the first one was about a few hundred dollars or something. Yeah. First one was like three or 400 bucks. Yeah. I think. And obviously, but, I mean, it's a good, it's a good point. And that's something even Corey who handles social media for Legion. Um, I mean, I like that from a business perspective, I, social media is great and she does a, a very good job and she's like super into social media. She wants me to be better and do more social media. She may, we actually just need to get someone to help her at this point, uh, take some of the, the workload, some of the stuff you're talking about, the time intensive stuff of engaging with people. And you know, there, there's just no way to really shortcut it, take that off of her plate. And then she wants to get more involved in my stuff. But that was one of her things is she's like, all right, so I'm going to start coming to the gym with you with a fucking camera and we're going to get some real pictures. So we've done that a few times and that's like a thing now. She's like, no more, no more phone pictures. We're going to get real pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it. And you know, now I've got a, a videographer that I work with oh, and nice. um, yeah, the good thing is I actually sort of um, was able to mold him because he didn't have any experience with a camera, but he has spent a lot of his time training. So he sort of knows more about like the angles that would work and, mm. you know, about the stuff that I'm doing so that he can sort of think about what would look best. Yeah. But now it's to the point where he'll be like, dude, hold that pose. And he'll just like all of a sudden be like, you know, snap five photos. And then all of a sudden maybe I've got five photos for the next, you know, that I could use over the space of the next five weeks. He nice. wouldn't use five, five, sure. You know, one day after the other, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean that, that obviously helps. And having a girlfriend that's also involved with social media helps as well because, you know, if we're both out and we'll just be like, hey, I, need a, I think this would be a good photo. Can you take it? Yeah. But, yeah, ultimately, um, you, know, you can never have enough content. Even if you think it's yep. it's going to be a crappy photo, take it anyway just in case because you never know. It might, it might be fire. Sometimes the best photos are those spur-of-the-moment ones. I remember one time I, uh, I was traveling in the U.S. I'd never been to Chipotle. Mm. And uh, I, f- I finally decided, I was like, I'm just going to go check out Chipotle. 
And so I literally asked a passerby. I think it was like a you know like this, this old guy, like sixty yeah. year old man. I was like, mate, would you mind taking a quick photo? And I just literally just like front double bicep out the front of Chipotle, and I was like, no longer a Chipotle virgin. It went like semi viral. It was ridiculous, you know, like <laughs> that sort of that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, who would have known? I, you, for you, you're no just value. like, yeah, whatever, fuck it, right here. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it adds no value, but at the same time, people are like, yeah, it's pretty funny. Like, I'll engage with that, and yeah, and yeah. that continues to build a relationship. It shows people who you are. Yeah. Um, you know, gives them a bit of an insight into um, you know, how how you tick, sort of thing. So, yeah. I think those things are important too. And and. You know, going back to that, I think if you pretend to be someone that you probably aren't on social media, that's probably going to come out sooner rather than later. So if you can be as realistic and as relatable as possible and and, and allow your own personality to shine through in the content that you put out, ultimately, I think the following that you build is going to be far more engaged and far more interested long term as well. Um, I think you see a lot of people. Um, particularly, uh, I don't know how in tune you are with social media. There were a few guys sort of exposed not too long ago for uh, being sort of less than real. Um, and like also the, the, shreds, the shreds guys or something else. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw, what was it? It was like, I saw something about a coaching service that was like bullshit. And then it was like a bunch of Photoshopping and stuff. Yeah. 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 Ultimately, if you're, if you're going to do that, it's going to bite you in the ass sooner yeah. or later. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and, and on that note, you know, a lot of people, I think, look at social media and think like, oh, well, you know, I, I don't quite look the way that I want to look yet. So it, it's probably not for me. Right. And, you know, on, honestly, that couldn't be further from the truth because mm. I can tell you now the posts that get the most engagement on my page are not the ones where I look the leanest or the biggest or the most jacked or oh, have the biggest part. So what are they then? Yeah. What's in your, like, what, what do you say? What are those, what are the ones that generally get the most engagement? You, the ones where I am being as real and as honest as possible. Mm. And no, can you give an example? Like, how does that manifest? So you have like Chipotle as an example. That's you just kind of being goofy. That's crap. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, no, but still, but if that's an element of your personality. If you're kind of like a playful dude and you're just kind of messing around, I mean, it's yeah, something, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and people and, appreciate and honest, people like, that don't take themselves super seriously. So I think that's like a, you know, it maybe shows a little bit of that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I think the best thing you can be is relatable. Yeah. Um, you know, people should be able to look at you and think shit, this dude is real. Like yeah. I, I go through that. Like I think that he thinks that mm. like, wait, so there's, there's a bit of almost vulnerability. Where he is. Sorry. Sorry. I was saying there's a bit of like vulnerability almost of. Absolutely. Uh, of showing Absolutely. who you really are. And, and, and it makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like recently I put up a post about, you know, talking about the way that I first felt when I first started training, mm. you know, and it's, it's just, it's not groundbreaking stuff. It's it's probably the same sort of stuff that everybody thinks about when they first start to train. Like I don't feel like I belong here. Yeah. But you know, when people hear that, um, you know, I've been through that. Considering that I'm now sort of considered to be this like, you know, figure that has obviously spent some time in the gym. To feel that, you know, to to hear that I've actually been through those initial. Yeah you know, sort of feelings as well. I think people can relate to that far better and think, well, well, hang on, maybe we aren't too dissimilar. Maybe I can get to where he is Yeah. Uh, because he used to be where I am right now. And, um, you know, the first time I started to learn this was um, I did a series of posts where I posted a picture of myself, shirt off, not flexed, and shirt off flexed. And mm-hmm. I was like, just so you guys know, like when most of us take photos on social media, we know the photos being taken. Like. We are doing 
our very best to make yeah. sure that we are looking as good as possible, as incredible as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, what you need to understand is that you can aspire to look that way, but understand that I don't look that way one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. For a, for, a, for a moment in time, at the right angle with the right lighting, exactly. you too. Exactly. So yeah. So literally, I posted a photo. I was like, "This is what I look like every day." unflexed versus flexed, yep. no pump, no lighting, no angles, no photo editing. Yep. This is just what I look like. If you run into me in the street, the this picture on the left is what you're going to see. Yeah. You know, if you meet me in the gym half an hour later, I might look a little bit more like the one on the right, but I can tell you now, I do not look like the one on the right, nor does anyone on social media look like the photos that they post on the right, unless they're A, jabbing very hard, or B, <laughs> lying to you you know it just doesn't work like that and i think i think aligning people's expectations and 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 being honest and open and and real with people is where it's at and i think um another testament to that my my girlfriend does a lot of social media stuff too her following isn't quite as big as mine but it is probably three times more engaged than mine is Mm. and because she is like arguably the realest account on instagram she has a lot of she talks about a lot of her insecurities and how she feels day to day and Mm. And, and and relates a lot of that back to fitness. Mm. Girls are good but, at that. I mean, oh, dude, she's incredible <laughs> at it. And, she, and ultimately, you know, she's been responsible for sort of helping me with that whole showing vulnerability uh, thing because... Because, um, I mean, that, it's, it's, you see I, so much image crafting, right, on, on social media and you have so much where, I mean, we've all, we all know those people that we know in real life and we look at their social media and we're like, what the fuck is this person? Yeah. Like, this is so not this person at all. I mean, the best example for me is some guy. He's just a, I, it's a guy I just know. I wouldn't say he's a friend. Just some dude. I would. I know his name. I'd say hi if I knew him or if I saw him kind of thing. And his whole thing on social media is to pretend like he's rich. And he's not. He's just a normal dude. But But he has befriended various rich people. And he has this game going where, like, he'll go in that dude's Lamborghini and take a picture like of him driving his friend's car, but pretend, or he'll go to the watch store and try on the Patek Philippe and take the picture as if, and, and then like, I'd be like, yo fam, should I get the, should I get the fucking whatever this is, you know, the, uh, I don't even okay. know the name of the watches, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and that's like, that's, that's this duty. It's actually at this point, it's a mental illness in my opinion, but yeah, yeah. but that's so you, an extreme example, but there's a lot of that. So you're very much about doing the opposite and it absolutely. sounds like positioning yourself against that and just saying, Hey, if this is how I live and if I, and, and I'm trying to help you and if that resonates with you, then follow me. Um, if, if this is not, you know, if it's, if I'm not, if we don't jive then, you know, Hey, that's cool. But this is, this is who I am. Absolutely. You know, he's like a better approach for him would be, like today I got to drive in a Lamborghini. Yeah. Like for me, this is my number one goal. Yeah. I hope like hell that one day I can work hard enough to earn enough money to justify being able to buy this car. Yeah. It was awesome to be in it today and to know like what it feels like, but this is not yet mine. And like, I mean, I mean, but so many more people can relate to that, you know, like yeah. who doesn't want a Lamborghini? Yeah. Like I want a Lamborghini, <laughs> but, you know, but like at the same time, I also don't want to post about owning one yeah. unless I own one. You right. know, like I just, I don't see any point to that. That's just ridiculous. I mean, see, I, not, I think, I think it's better to transcend. I think it's better to be at the point where you don't even care and you don't need the Lamborghini. That, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, yeah, on that regard, obviously there's, um, you know, life is, is life is all about priorities. Um, sure. And so if, um, you know, tangible items at one point or another are one of yours, then 
you know, you should you should chase that. But um, you're agree. right. You know, like I agree. there are a lot of things that are more important than those things. I, I tend to think of them. Like I'll be uh, I'll be honest. I I love the idea of, of driving and, and buying a Lamborghini because I do see that as a ticket or as a uh, you know a tangible representation of success. Mm-hmm. But more so because I know how much money they cost and the sort of shit that you would need to have in order before you could even think about trying to buy one. So right. for me, there's a lot of so. So then I would ask you process. though, why what why why do you want to? have people look at you and be like, Oh, that dude's successful. hundred percent curious. Like if we're talking about Lamborghinis, I'm actually curious. No. Okay. So, so I, no, I should be, I should be clearer. Do I want people to think that I'm successful? I don't really care if they think I'm successful for me now. Mm. Um, certainly not in the past. Absolutely. Uh, I used to see a, a car like a Lamborghini as a, Hey, look at me. Hey, look how successful I am. Yeah. Like, but don't you, now, don't you wish you were me? Like I'm look at this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think when I first started social media, going back to that whole, those guys have a lot of followers. That seems like a cool thing. Yeah. Story, I think now for me, it's more of a uh, representation of my own hard work. Oh, okay. So for um, yourself, it's something. Absolutely. I see. Absolutely. I see. Um, and also, I mean, know, some legitimately, some, some people are really into cars. I understand that too. Like if someone's really into cars and that's like my wife, she's really into fashion. She'll spend amounts of go. money on things that make no sense to me, honestly. But it, it makes her so happy. And it's not about showing off. She's not one of those girls like, oh, look at my Chanel bag. I'm so cool. She just genuinely loves, like, for her own, yeah. it, for whatever reason, it just fills her with joy. And so yeah. I know I've even, like, semi-jealous. I'm like, I, 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 can't, I can't get joy that easy. I can't just go buy something <laughs> and, and be, yeah. like, you know, filled with the, just have my heart, you know, exploding. Uh, yeah, but no, some people, for them, that. that's the Lamborghini because they just love cars. There's something to it where it's not about, you know, again, signaling your importance to other people, but it's just like for them, that's to drive that car. It just, they're just like a smile. They can't get the smile off their face. And so, you know, I understand that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and and that's, yeah, I mean, for me, that would be the epitome. I mean, I've always loved my cars. So, but, um, that so would I, be cool. I, but I understand from that perspective. As I said, um, there are certainly other things that are far more important than that. And you know, if, if that ends up becoming a uh, an opportunity in the future because everything else is aligned, right. cool. But if not, then I'm going to continue to focus on aligning everything else first. Totally. Um, all right. So I have, I have a last question for you. I know we're kind of it's uh, the conversation's gone, but I, I mean, sometimes I don't I don't like to have a hard stop. Like if it's a good conversation, I usually just kind of let it roll. But I have one more question. So for in terms of building your following, so I think you've shared a ton of great information on how to serve your your crowd and and how to um, more from a strategic perspective on how to go about social media. And, and, I, and I think it's a great overall strategy. I'm just curious if there have been some more tactical things that have served you well for, for growing your following. Uh, so you mentioned engaging with, with you know, as much as you can with your followers. That, makes total, that makes total sense. Um, you know, I'm just curious if there are any other specific things where you, cause I'm sure you've tried a lot of things, you know, paid things, free things, whatever, uh, advertising, Absolutely. blah, blah, blah. I'm just curious what, um, what do you say is like the 20% that has given you 80%, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think there are a few things. Obviously, um, you, you need to make sure you're posting good quality content. You need to give people a reason to follow you. As I said earlier on, um, if you can encourage people to, share it with their friends as well. Obviously mm. you can't get people to share directly through things mm. like Instagram or Snapchat, but you can certainly ask people to do that on things like Facebook. Mm. So actually I like use, call to action asking for it. Like if you liked it, please share it kind of thing. 
Absolutely. Okay. And if you are in the oppor- in the position where you can give them something for free to do that, then do that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I used to put out a lot of call to actions on Facebook exactly like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, like there would be a few when I first began to simply try and increase engagement. Because ultimately, the more people that are engaging with your stuff on Facebook means the more people are, end up going to yeah. see it, yeah. um, which means in future when you post something that you might be able to get back, more people will see that. So I used to you know, put up like, if I get X amount of likes, then I'll give you guys a free workout. Or mm. you know, if this, if, this, if this video gets to X amount of likes or shares or whatever, then I'll post three more just like it or yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anything like that. Yeah. Um, tag a friends are a great thing too. Mm. You know, tag a friend and... You know, if you if you tag the most friends or whatever it is, then uh, you know I'll give you my free twelve week training program. Something, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I think, that, makes, um, that makes sense. Simple and I if, and works and yeah. If I had my time again, I would create more free products. You know, as we were talking about before we started recording, mm. people love free stuff. Mm. You know, and um, I think the more free content that you have, particularly yeah. if you make it. Really if you good. market it in a way, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's that's a great point. If your free content is good, just imagine what you'll get when you when you when you pay for my content. That's that's a but that's a powerful psychological thing that a lot of people overlook because they'll think like, oh, it's free. It doesn't have to be that good, right? No, wrong. Because there's a lot of free yeah. stuff out there. Like I would flip that around and say, okay, look at all your stuff and what's your best, you know, juiciest content. Make that free. Um, Absolutely. And, and you've set a standard now that you have to meet, mm. but you can create that effect now where a, a person downloads a free whatever and they're expecting it's like the same shit that every, you know, whatever. And then they're like, oh, wow, this is like way better than I thought it was going to be. That's powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, I, I, yeah, as I, as I was saying, if I, if I had my time again, I would create more free products to entice more people in. And then, yeah, I mean, I mean, getting people to engage, asking people, you need to be able to ask people, okay. you know, and like, even if it is just tag a friend or like this post or, or whatever. Or do you like ask um, for comments? Like, what do you guys think and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Like pose questions yeah, to them or not? Really? I, I found those, unless you have a like seriously highly engaged following and people really care about like what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think certain people can get away with that, but for the most part, like simply asking like, what did you do today? Or Oh no, not necessarily um, like that. I mean, like, I was thinking, like, like, what do you think? Cause it guys? sounds like you kind of, you, so you put this time into this content. Let's say you're, you know, you're expounding on an idea and you're sharing your kind of like, this is what I think about it. What do you guys, I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm just asking from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, of course. No, of course. Yeah. No, um, I would certainly get people to you know share a friend or okay. maybe share their experiences. Absolutely. Okay. Um, or even if you just get, even just a, a very simple question with you know a yes no answer or whatever, just to get people engaging with your stuff. Mm. And can you can you quickly yeah. explain to everybody why that's important, even from like an algorithm standpoint? Like it's not just about getting, you know, looking cool that you got a hundred comments on your. I think there's something mm. to say with the individuals, like the psychology of that and the consistency that it builds. That the more they engage with you, the more subconsciously it tells them that they like you, kind of thing. And then the yeah, algorithm. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So I mean, I mean that that's a great point, as well as them obviously seeing that you're a real person, yeah. you're not just a robot. <clears throat> you're not you know, just posting stuff and, and and letting whatever will be will be. Is so, there, yeah, is there also something that. algorithmically too that like? Yeah, I, I'm actually I actually don't even know 100. percent I assume there is, but that's why I'm asking. Like, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't think anyone's cracked the code, so sure, to speak. Sure. It, it certainly seems like you know the more people that engage with you, the more um, your stuff gets served in general. 
Absolutely. You know, like it's not impossible for something if it gets, you know, highly engaged with, particularly early on for it to all of a sudden just go, just go you know, viral, you know, and, and, and the way that the algorithm seems to work is the more people that like and comment on it, particularly early on, okay. um, the more people will tend to end up seeing it, which ultimately mm. results so that means post times more matter. and more engagement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's, a, that's another thing. You know, for me now, I tend to post at the same time every day simply because I know that. makes sense. That, yeah, yeah for, I know that from personal experience, you know, posting around certain times tends to receive more engagement. Yeah. And whilst I think it is important every so often to sort of experiment so that you aren't always reaching the same followers, mm. for the most part. Um, so that might be you like if, you're, if you were going to post possible. twice a day, intentionally space those out so you're reaching different people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and until you figure out sort of when those times are in terms of the best ones to post, like, yeah, continue experimenting, see which ones go really well at what times. And then if, um, if you can replicate that and, and see if, if there's a trend or, or anything like that. Right. I think Instagram now even give you, uh, give you insights into when most of your followers are online. For some reason, I haven't yeah. got that yet, but, um, yeah, yeah, no, I've seen it on mine. I, I don't know. It's like, I think they call it insights actually. Mm. Um, mm. I don't, I don't know. Did you, have you, I'm sure you've upgraded yours to like a business page, right? So people can, it has like a contact I did that, button. I did that temporarily, but I lost, um, the ability to upload directly to my Facebook page as a consequence. So I just turned oh. it back. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, okay. you're right. Like you can look at insights through that yeah. sort of stuff. So yeah, by all means do that. Don't take them as gospel. You still want to play around with that. I know my girlfriend sort of had some issues at times with, uh, mm. with her timings or the, mm. the suggestions through that. Mm. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, you want to give yourself every opportunity of getting as much engagement as possible. So if you think about the reason that maybe you would comment on something or maybe that you would engage with something, mm. think about those sorts of reasons and then try and give your followers the you know those exact yeah, reasons to do the engineer same. engineer your own psychology, basically. Of what, exactly. You, know, like you just went and liked something. Why? Exactly right. You know, so you know, I, the the most of the time I will like or comment on something when I think it's either super impressive, super cool, or you know, really relatable, or something about it stands out. So if you can always try and think about doing that and, mm. and appealing to somebody's sense of whatever it is that you're trying to appeal to, mm. um, chances are you'll get more and more engagement. And then if you can further engage them in conversation, even better. Yeah. Um, rather than just hitting with a comment saying thank you, just going thanks very much. I'm really glad you enjoyed that. Is there anything else you'd like to see? Because mm. you know, ultimately, mm. more and more comments is is going to help you with that that algorithm and yeah. and getting you up in the feed. So yeah, that's great. Plus two, it's 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 probably going to mean that that person in future is going to be more likely to engage with you because Absolutely. they thought, well, hey, he he entertained me last time. Like if I've got a question and, and engage and took his time to actually say something to me. I mean. Especially when and that, the the, uh, the wow effect of that um, grows, it seems. I mean, I've seen not so much social media. I mean, I do the same thing. My social media is following is just much smaller than yours, but um, I've seen it more with email and so forth, where people are they're very surprised to get a reply from me just because yeah. they think that like why you know what I mean? I understand they're cynical because there's uh, a lot of people once they achieve a certain level of success or whatever, they're just like. Oh, and now I don't care. Go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? That's like yeah, the standard absolutely. thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, like to this day, I still respond to every single email that I ever get. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's time consuming, but at the same time, like I know how stoked I used to feel yep. when I would leave a comment on someone that I deemed to be 
um, yeah, that you admire or whatever. Successful. Yeah, absolutely. And if they hit me back with a comment, it's like, shit, I just made my day. Yeah. So if people can do that to me and I, and I can, you know, give them the opportunity to feel like I've made them, I've made their day, then yeah, I'll do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I, myself, I did the same thing. I mean, it got up to like four to five hours a day, actually every day was just mm-hmm. answering emails and social media messages. Yeah. And now I have a couple people that help. I mean, they, they jump in because a lot of questions that get emailed are very simple. Like I've written so many articles and so many things where that really the mm-hmm. answer is like, Hey, that's a good question. Just go check out this article. And yeah, so like yeah. one of my coaches, he doesn't answer as me, he answers as himself, but he'll jump in and kind of go through the simpler stuff of like, Hey, I'm Roger. I help yeah, Mike yeah. out. You know, he, as you can imagine, he gets a ton of emails. Mm-hmm. Good question. Mm. I think this is going to help. And it doesn't have the same effect, but people are still very happy to get a real response. And and ultimately, if anybody, like we have a little system worked out where things get funneled, like things get through to me that are either directly to me or where if my guys aren't quite sure. And so we have, I still spend time on it every day. It just got to where I was like, I I can't, I can't spend five hours a day doing this anymore. Exactly. But I don't want to just drop it. I don't want people to not get responses. I don't want to like not ask for engagement anymore. So that you know, that's the that's the new system. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. If it works, then you should definitely keep up with that because you know it's important that people continue to get a response because you know just uh, you never know how much of an impact that that's that single response could have on their day, even if it's just to give them a smile. You know, they're yep. gonna they're gonna take that and it's gonna improve their day. So if you can continue doing that, then. By whatever means possible, I would suggest you do so, man. Yeah, a little anecdote I always share is Charles Darwin for, I mean, it was like for decades. Uh, I mean, this was after Origin of the Species. This is after he's Charles Darwin would spend two to three hours every night ha- replying to people's letters. And so uh, yeah, Charles yeah, Darwin, exactly if, right. if, if Darwin was willing to do it, I mean, who are we to say, like, are we too good for that? You know, okay. Exactly right. Exactly right. And yeah, at the end of the day, the, the people that are sort of tuning into these things do so for a reason. So, yep. you know, even if it's just to say, uh, you know, a brief thank you, then, um, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome, I think. Absolutely. All right, great. Well, I think that's uh, a good point to, to conclude on. We've covered a lot of stuff, a lot of really good points. And um, I, I mean, I've learned things. And so I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, personally, I, I appreciate it. And uh, so let's just end with where can people find you? And your work, um, and if there's if there's anything in terms of like products or services in particular that you want people to know about that you think would best, uh, you know, where's a good place to start, and you know, then then let's let them know. Yeah, it's too easy. So uh, I guess um, you know, first and foremost, Nick Cheadle Fitness on Instagram and Facebook, just the one word. Obviously, for Instagram, three separate ones for Facebook. NickCheadleFitness.com is my website where I put out most of my blogs and you can obviously sign up to my mailing list on there if you would uh, appreciate that additional content that I do put out. Snapchat is Nick Cheadle Fit, which uh, gives you a bit more of an insight into that day-to-day stuff because uh, as we mentioned before, not a huge fan or not very good at the whole vlogging thing on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, as far as products go, look, I take I my idea and run with it. Off. I'm telling you, it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have yeah, a girlfriend. Sure. You guys can pretend like you get together, break up, and you can you can make. It's true. Actually, you know, we've joked about that in the past. Actually, we're like, we're going to get some better engagement. Maybe we should fake a breakup. You know? uh, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. good idea. Smart. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, the only product that I really push now is um, is the one that I'm sort of most proud of that I've created. It's called the Flexible or the Eve of Macros Bible. We okay. had a bit of a name change there, cool. which is basically the um, the book that I wrote to try and educate people on how to diet more sustainably, more enjoyably, um, essentially make uh, their life less about dieting and more about actually enjoying themselves whilst also looking the way that they want to look. So sure. you can actually grab that on my website as well, nickshadowfitness.com, and it's pretty cheap. It's it, it's not very expensive at all. So cool. If uh, it, it should answer every question. Call to action. Call to action. Go question. get it. That's it. That's it. You know, it's it, it's super cheap. It, it sort of takes you through the whole um, the whole process of dieting. Basically, everything you should ever need to know. It took me uh, sort of about twelve months to write because I wanted to try and make sure I covered every aspect of dieting, from not knowing what a calorie is to uh, to figuring out your macros and 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 how to track appropriately and, and figure all those things out in between like what sort of style of dieting might work for you as well as how to carb cycle or what supplements do I need all that sort of stuff's in there so if uh, if you have any nutrition related questions chances are you can probably find the answer in there okay great well uh, everybody I recommend follow Nick as you can see he's a cool guy a real guy I like I mean I, I I'm kind of picky with the guests I have on the show because I want to have people on that I feel uh, okay, introducing my crowd to, and that they you know won't be they won't be led astray. So as as always, appreciate this is an endorsement of you and of your work. I like what you're doing, and I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you, Absolutely, thank you again, and um, that's a wrap. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Hey, it's Mike again. Hope you like the podcast. If you did, uh, go ahead and subscribe. I put out new episodes every week or two um, where I talk about all kinds of things related to health and fitness and general wellness. Also, head over to my website at www.muscleforlife.com where you'll find not only past episodes of the podcast, but you'll also find uh, a bunch of different articles that I've written. Um, I release a new one almost every day, actually. I release kind of like four to six new articles a week. Um, and you can also find my books and everything else that I'm involved in over at muscleforlife.com. All right. Thanks again. Bye.